Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast. The media, boy, it's dereliction of duty never ceases to amaze me. Um, there is one story that may be the most important story over the last week, and the media completely ignores it. This story, in my opinion, is more important than the attacks on Israel. More important because this story could help us protect ourselves and our allies from our enemies. If only this story were exposed and we could do away with the problem. Of course, I'm talking about Biden corruption. Uh, We're going to talk about this new evidence of Biden corruption. Of course, the program is brought to you by Midas Gold Group, folks. I'm so grateful to have Midas Gold Group as sponsors. Now is the time to invest your money into precious metals, if ever there was a time. 855-322-GOLD. MidasGoldGroup.com is the website. I trust these guys. I know these guys. Give them a call. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right. James Comer, head of the Oversight Committee in Congress, has new bombshell evidence Basically exposing Joe Biden for uh, his number one lie, which was that he wasn't in business with his family, that he didn't make any money off his family's business deals. Well, now the check is there. James Comer has it, a $200,000 check. Let's dive into that as we get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, thank you so much for joining me today. GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. If you're watching the video, please, just right now, get it out of the way. Like the video, share the video, and uh, I appreciate all of you, Stinchfield's Army. Thank you for the support. So this is an important story. This James Comer blockbuster announcement that he's got a check from James Biden to Joe Biden for $200,000, okay, that was written to Joe Biden on the exact day that James Comer got a big payment into the family coffers. So what I want to do is go through uh, what James Comer has to say about this, let him spell out the case, and then let's talk about this. Because one of the ways the media lies to the American public is through omission, by not covering stories. We saw how they didn't cover the laptop from hell story leading up to the election. That basically helped Joe Biden seal the deal besides the uh, mail-in ballot scheme that they initiated. Uh, Now here we go again. Joe Biden is in the middle of an impeachment uh, inquiry, and yet the media is not covering any of these stories. They're so focused on Israel. Israel is an important story. But this is an important story, too. Just because you're the mainstream media doesn't mean you can't concentrate on one story and one story only. What the media does is they only concentrate on the stories they want to concentrate on, not what you need them to concentrate on. So, of course, they ignore Biden corruption because it's in their best interest. This is James Comer laying out the case against Joe Biden. This summer, Joe Biden said, where's the money? Well, we found some. We're still digging into evidence subpoenaed from bank accounts belonging to Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, and James and Sarah Biden, the brother and sister-in-law of the president. A document that we're releasing today raises new questions about how President Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his last name and their access to him. Bank records obtained by the House Committee on Oversight have revealed a $200,000 direct payment from James and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden in the form of a personal check. 
So that alone right there, $200,000 from James and Sarah in the form of a personal check. But I, I cannot impress upon you enough how important it is to listen to what James Comer said in the beginning and not think that this is just Republican rhetoric. Shady business deals that involve peddling the family name and influence. That's what the Biden crime family is all about, peddling the family name and Joe Biden's influence for profit. Here's some important context about this check we've obtained in our investigation. In 2018, James Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed and failing rural hospital operator. According to bankruptcy court documents, James Biden received these loans, quote, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections. All right, so you hear what he's saying. He gets $600,000 in loans from this failing hospital chain because the hospital chain believes that because of the family name, James Biden could open doors, especially in the Middle East. Now, because of the family name, it's Biden. The only one that has any uh, gravitas on the world stage, of course, would be Joe Biden when he's vice president in 2018 and, uh, uh, excuse me, before that, and, and the possibility that he's going to become president. Joe Biden is the commodity in all of this. In quote. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into James and Sarah Biden's personal bank account, not their business bank account. And then on the very same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from this same personal bank account to Joe Biden. James Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden as a, quote, loan repayment. Ameri so now here's the thing. As a loan repayment, and uh, I I've got a picture of the check. Here you see what James Comer's talking about. It says loan repayment. This is really easy to break down. All you have to do is go back to the Biden bank records and see was there ever a time where Joe Biden wired James Biden $200,000? And was there loan documents drawn up? Do they have those loan documents drawn up? And, and I would specifically say, are they notarized? Because I want a notary to say, yes, this was signed on, you know, X date, 2016, 2017, if they're not notarized, James Biden could have written up loan documents at any point in time that he wants to. Now, is there any of those kinds of transactions? We just do not know at this point. Let's go back to James Comer. He continues. A distressed company loaned money to James Biden, who then sent it to Joe Biden. Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. Some immediate questions President Biden must answer for the American people. Does he have documents proving he lent such a large sum of money to his brother? And what were the terms of such financial agreement? Did he have similar financial agreements with other family members that led them to make similar large payments to him? And did he know that the same day James Biden wrote him a check for $200,000, James Biden had just received a loan for the exact same amount from business dealings with a company that was in financial distress and failing. The House Oversight Committee will soon announce our next investigative actions and continue to follow the money.
Well, following the money is what it's all about. And those are great questions that James Comer just laid out for us. The question now becomes who will answer them. The problem is nobody. Nobody will answer these questions because they will skate, they will run, they will hide, they will cover up, and the mainstream media will help them do it and and help uh, them do it all. So will the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice isn't going to get involved and, and, and start digging in and seeing where the money come from. Start digging into bank accounts and see what was transferred where, when, and how, and who did it. Uh, all of it, my belief is that when you get to the bottom of it, it's all going to lead back to Joe Biden. And all of this money is going to be flowing through all of his family members, all back to Joe Biden. Now, this is what makes Joe Biden compromised. You know, in many respects, I'm not even convinced that James and Hunter, besides the drug use and the prostitutes and all that, on Hunter's behalf, did anything illegal. Now, there's the foreign agents. He needed to register as a foreign agent. But the business deals where it becomes illegal, in my opinion, is on Joe Biden's behalf. That Joe Biden used his position of power. He's the one that really broke the laws through all of this. So will Joe Biden ever be held accountable? I don't see that happening anytime soon. And the media not covering this story. The fact that I can show you a check that has... Joseph Biden, $200,000, March 1st, 2018. The fact that I could show you this check and the media could care less about it tells you all you need to know about the mainstream media being in the bag for the Biden crime family. Something has to happen here. There has to be a fundamental shift in how we look at these investigations and we need to put the hammer down and we need to do it now. So the problem is James Comer releases this information in the middle of a war now breaking out in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas. And so, of course, the media buries this. But how convenient that the media buries all of this. Now, it's interesting because you might say, wow, the Israel-Hamas war really works in Joe Biden's favor because it's covering up everything. I would argue yes and no. It works in his favor that he's getting his Biden crime corruption dealings covered up but it's also exposing him as the weak leader that he is his israel trip was an absolute disaster we saw that he's being exposed by being disrespected on every step of the way jordan says no we're not going to meet with you we gave jordan over a billion dollars in aid jordan's not going to meet with a sitting united states president that is about as disrespectful as it gets that shows you how the leaders in these Arab countries and around the globe look at Joe Biden with complete weakness and a total lack of regard for who he is or who he represents. That, folks, is a really, really big problem. Um, All right, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, and then I want to talk about what's going on around the country on our college campuses and an imam that calls out America now in a good way, saying, You've got to be so dumb to take in the dregs of society from some of these Middle Eastern countries that are the ones that are sympathetic to these terror organizations. These are the illegals that America is taking in. This imam is saying, what are you doing? You got Arab countries that won't take in the bottom of the barrel, as he calls it. We're going to hear from that imam in a moment as well. But before we get there, let me tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com is the website. MidasGoldGroup.com. They're veteran-owned, 
okay? They believe in the things we believe in. It's a parallel economy. And even better than this, I know the guys personally at Midas Gold Group, uh, they have your best interest at heart. And so when you're looking to invest any kind of money, you want to make sure you can go someplace that's trustworthy. Hundreds, if not thousands, of my listeners between here, the radio program, uh, have used Midas Gold Group, and the reviews are all through the roof. I use Midas Gold Group. That should tell you everything you need to know about these guys. 855-322-GOLD. Inflation on the rise. Chaos everywhere. Put some money into gold. It's a good idea. 855-322-GOLD. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right. Um, so I told you on college campuses around the country, they're, they're going nuts. Well, where are they getting their cues from? I would argue that many of the young people today that are going nuts on college campuses are getting their cues from the likes of Ilahine Omar and Adam Schiff, the Schiff bag. Um, both left-wing members of Congress, uh, Ilahine Omar from Minneapolis, Adam Schiff from Los Angeles area of California. Go figure. I want you to listen to Ilahine Omar describe how proud she is to mention Al-Qaeda and ISIS and how she doesn't take pride in mentioning America. Do you believe this? This is serious now. She's literally going to say this is the pride she takes. Listen to this during this interview. Every time the the, the professor said Al-Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders went up and, you know. Yeah, he's in command like, here. Al-Qaeda, you know, husband. He's an expert. <laughs> And it was, you know, What's as his if, name? As, what are putting his oh, name on the area? We, we what are does not he learn? saying his name. Every time the professor says, Al-Qaeda, ah, Hezbollah, ah, he takes a certain pride in it. She's laughing at this? Al-Qaeda is responsible for killing 3,000 Americans on 9-11. Hamas is responsible for killing who knows how many Israelis the number continues to climb. I'm worried it's going to hit the 2,000 mark soon. Hezbollah is responsible for killing thousands of freedom-loving Westerners across the globe. And this is her giggles and ha-ha-ha? This is the pride from a professor that now she refuses to name, that stands tall about speaking about terrorist organizations and this is a sitting member of congress yeah you, you probably get to see him on on cnn uh, yeah later. of course i love those guys but you know but 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 it is it is that you don't say america with an yeah. intensity you yeah. don't say england yeah. with yeah. an intensity yeah. you know you don't you don't say um the army with an intensity Carter. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight you say those names because you want that word to carry weight, Al-Qaeda, Hezbollah, Hamas, to carry weight, and the army doesn't carry weight? Let me tell you something. When I say America, I mean it. We're the greatest, strongest nation in the world, and I take pride in saying America. And when I say the United States Army, I take pride because it is one of the finest, fiercest fighting forces on earth, I do not take pride in saying Al-Qaeda, Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS at all. 
In fact, it makes me sick to my stomach to say those names because of the death and killing they are responsible for when it comes to innocent civilians who don't believe in their radical, deranged, satanic way of thinking. Ilhan Omar, you are a disgrace to America. You are a disgrace to the body of Congress. You are certainly a disgrace to Minnesota. And I would actually say you're a disgrace to the entire human race because you take pride in the death of innocent civilians. Clearly, why else would you giggle when you talk about Hamas or Al-Qaeda? Set Al-Qaeda. He sort of like his shoulders went up and, you know. Yeah, he's in command here. Al-Qaeda, you know. He's an expert. And it was, you know, as What's his if, name? As, what a put his oh, name on the area. What does he learn? If you're just listening and not watching, you should see the smiles, the giggles, mentioning terror organizations. Folks, America is crumbling from within when you have Americans that would elect this person to the sitting body that is supposed to be deciding so many important things for America. The funding of our government, passing laws, and she's a member of Congress. She's no better than the terrorists themselves. Now, you've got people like Adam Schiff, who does he or doesn't he support Hamas? Before this interview by my buddy Ben Berkwam, if you can't even call it an interview because Adam Schiff doesn't even respond to Ben Berkwam. But before it, I would have told, you know what, Adam Schiff's a radical. I believe he's Jewish. I, I can't imagine he would support Hamas. Now, he may remain a little wishy-washy because he wants to kowtow to the radical facts of his party, but I wouldn't think he'd have any problem denouncing Hamas. But then I realized these people are lunatics. They're insane, these Democrats. This is Adam Schiff being confronted by our buddy Ben Berkwam, Real America's Voice correspondent, in the hallway. Congressman Schiff, do you denounce Hamas? We say on record that you denounce Hamas, sir. I don't do interviews in the hallway, sorry. You stand with Israel, correct? And will you denounce any members like Rashida Tlaib who stand with Hamas? Sir? It's very simple. Just denounce the terrorists that are killing innocent Israelis. Can you just do that? No, he can't. He's in a stupid mask, by the way. Apparently not. Adam Schiff, everyone, his excuse, he doesn't do interviews in the hallway. One question, will you denounce Hamas and the members that support them? Pretty good, Ben Berkwam. It's a pretty easy question. He would not denounce it. He could have just said yes. I don't like to do interviews in the hallways. Of course I denounce Hamas. Leave me alone. I'm going to eat lunch. He doesn't even say that. He's in a stupid mask. It is... October 2023, there is no reason to have a mask on your face except to cover up the ugly face of Adam Schiffbag. So you wonder when uh, when young people in America today get this feeling like they're going to go protest in support of Hamas. This was on Columbia University's campus, Columbia University in New York. They're waving Hamas flags. Palestine will be free from the river to the sea. That means taking out Israel. 
When they say from the river to the sea, that's what they mean. Palestine will be free and Israel's gone. Israel becomes Palestinian state, Muslim nation, and the Jews are gone. That's what they're saying on Columbia's campus. You've got a professor at Columbia University named Joseph Mossad. He called Hamas resistance fighters. He called the attacks on Israel awesome. That is a direct quote. To me, I don't know if you get any more disgusting behavior than that. Uh, This is, I believe, a Jewish business professor at Columbia's School of Business, Shai Davadi, okay? Um, He's Jewish. I would imagine as a professor of business at Columbia University, he's not a conservative. I would imagine... There were times when, uh, who, who knows, um, maybe one of my conservative commentators was going to come speak there, and maybe Columbia didn't want them to speak. Did he stand up for that? I don't know, but here he's standing up for for what he believes is right, same spot conservatives are, saying if you are supporting terror organizations, that is not free speech. That's calling for the death, for the genocide of Jewish people, anti-Semitism on steroids. Well, he gave an impassioned speech to the university to stop this craziness. This is Joseph Mossad. Excuse me, no, 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 excuse me, no, no, no. Joseph Mossad, the, the professor that calls the attacks awesome. Shai Devadi is the uh, Jewish business school professor denouncing all of this. And yet, to the pro-terror student organizations on campus, here, and at Harvard, and at NYU, and at Stanford, and at Berkeley, and at Northwestern, my two-year-old daughter is a legitimate target of resistance. That is what they are selling. You are allowed to murder and kidnap my two-year-old daughter in the name of resistance. And none of the presidents of universities all around the country are willing to take a stand. This is what cowards do. And I'll name it now. President Minouche Shafiq of Columbia University. You are a coward. Because if President Biden can come up and say, no, this is unacceptable. This is inhumane. And if Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is able to say, this is not okay, then where are you, President Shafiq of Columbia University? We are waiting for you to... Okay. So this is how you know that this gentleman is a liberal. Because he speaks in support of Joe Biden saying, no, this is not okay. And Joe Biden says it's not okay. But what did Joe Biden do? He went down the road of Islamophobia. He, he talked about the Jewish uh, Benjamin Netanyahu should abide by the rules of law when they go in to, to Gaza. He was putting handcuffs on Israel, trying to anyway, when it comes to the attacks back on Hamas. He sent $100 million to, quote, Palestine for a humanitarian effort. Joe Biden, I hate to break the news to you. Hamas runs, quote, Palestine. 
That money is going to feed terrorists. Yet this man is so upset that the president of Colombia would not denounce the terror pushers. Now, what's interesting is, can Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, good friend of mine, can he go speak at Columbia freely or they cancel his speeches? NYU, Stanford, Harvard. Would they cancel Charlie Kirk and allow pro-Hamas? You see the double standard? That you have one gentleman who wants to go and preach individuality, freedom, liberty, small government, let people make decisions for themselves, versus another group that wants to preach the eradication of an entire race of people, the Jews, and they get to speak? This is where liberals have it so, so backward. And this is where they are so, so out of line. I will play a little more from him in just a moment, folks, but I want to tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Here's the thing. We live in a world where all of these big companies, including the cell phone companies, are supporting all kinds of woke, liberal, nonsensical causes. Do you want to be with them on those woke causes, Planned Parenthood, etc.? No. Patriot Mobile supports freedom of speech, religious freedom, right to life. They have programs for our first responders, people who wear a flag on our shoulder, the military. This is why my phone is a Patriot Mobile phone, and I'm so grateful for them. You get the same great service because you can pick the network, but you don't have to send your money to them. Patriot Mobile is getting it done, and they're doing it right. Use the promo code GRANT, and you will get free activation, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Again, the number is 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code GRANT for free activation. I promise you, their performance guarantees through the roof, too, folks. Um, all right, let's hear a little bit more from this professor who is Jewish. He's got a two-year-old daughter, and he is rightly outraged that Columbia and other universities are allowing these pro-Hamas, heck, they're just as bad as the terrorists, to march on their campus. Eradicate all pro-terror student organizations from campus. Last week, last week, we had thousands of students chanting pro-terror songs that are sung right now in Iraq, in Libya, in Yemen, in Afghanistan. They were singing this not in Gaza, not in Afghanistan, here in New York City. And this is the school that you want to send your children to. They were celebrating the rape of teenage girls in a music festival in the name of resistance. That's the crazy thing, is that these radical protesters call it resistance. These Islamic pro-Islamic jihadists that are marching in America by the thousands, even here in Dallas, where I broadcast from, there was a march about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, that had thousands upon thousands of marchers in support of Hamas. Now, I just watched a video that is too graphic to show you. I will not show it to you. But it's a video of Hamas terrorists marching Palestinian people blindfolded, 
hands zip tied behind their backs, not Jews, but Palestinians, that were trying to escape Gaza. They didn't like that they were trying to escape. They blindfold them. They had dug a giant ditch. They marched them and let them walk off into the ditch on bodies on top of each other. And as they're falling, they're shooting them as they're falling. Some of them are still alive in the ditch, and they shoot them again in the ditch. It was horrific to watch. I wouldn't want anybody to have to watch this. I wouldn't want anybody to have to go through this. But remember, the Palestinian people voted Hamas in. At some point, the Palestinian people have to take care of these cockroaches that are rising up from within their own and say, we're not going to take this. I understand it's a brutal regime. I understand they're going to kill you, but you've got to say no. Innocent civilians, your neighbors are being killed, and you stand by. I understand it's fearful. I understand you're worried about getting killed yourself. But think about America's founding fathers. We stood up to the greatest, most powerful uh, nation in the world at the time, and that was Great Britain. Tyrannical, under rule of a king, these farmers stood up to the most powerful, biggest army on earth, and we won. The people of Palestine could win, could beat back Hamas if they wanted, if they tried. But I don't hear any calls from inside Palestine for help from America to rid them of Hamas. Have you ever heard that? I haven't. If there was one leader inside Palestine who says, we don't support Hamas, please, America, come help us, I think America would be there to help. I'd be happy to send America to help, but we don't hear that from anyone inside Palestine. Is it because Hamas has such a brutal grip on that city that people are afraid to speak up? Or is it because the majority there sides with Hamas and doesn't want Israel to exist? I tend to believe it's the latter. And that is a sad, sad, sad state of affairs if that is the case. All right, folks, I told you about this imam who has a warning for the United States, and it's a good one. I'm going to play that for you on Wednesday. So we're going to do that on Wednesday's podcast, okay, Um, because I'm out of time now. But I appreciate you watching Stinchfield. Don't forget my buddy Mike Lindell over at MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant for big discounts, all kinds of discounts, up to 50% off on many of the products This is a guy you need to be supporting right now as they are coming at him, continue to come at him from all directions. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Give Mike Lindell some business. I love the guy and I love the products. Uh, I really, really do. And again, don't forget my website, GrantStinchfield.com. Sign up for the email list. God forbid we get canceled someplace. I got to talk to the Army, communicate with the Army. The way I do that is through email. Sign up for the email list there. We'll keep you informed everything going on. Um, and folks, you can sign up and subscribe to the podcast, watch the video. We're live on Rumble, Facebook, Getter, you name it now, folks. And we are taking off. Thanks to you, Stinchfield's Army Rolls.